0: Welcome to the Dented Puck Podcast. Each week, we'll be talking about the NHL being visually impaired and our favorite combination of the two, blind hockey. We'll be talking shop about everything from the equipment we wear to how we've adapted our play style to fit our sight. We'll also be talking to members of the blind hockey community and getting to know their stories and what has led them to the sport. We're really glad to have you with us, and we hope you enjoy the show. This is our small slice of hockey, and we'd like to think that it shows that hockey truly is for everyone. Alright, and uh, welcome back. This is episode n- 9 of the Dented Puck. Uh, my name is Drew. As always, I'm here with Tony and Josh. Boys, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing alright.
0: Uh,
1: uh finally got a job, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to be working at the ice rink that I grew up playing at. And in the meantime of trying to find a career, uh, I'm going to start working at the rink part-time. So that's exciting. How are you doing, Josh?
2: Like totally jealous right now because that's like free ice time. Oh yeah. Um. I, I'm. Yeah. It is. That's awesome. Um. And and both of us are getting more ice time than the devil. So that's a good <laughs> thing too. Oh god. Uh. But pretty good otherwise. How's it going, Drew? It's
0: going good. Now that I, especially now that I know that Tony works at an ice rink, uh, you know, you just give me a call. I'll be there. Four thirty
1: uh, in the morning.
0: Hey. I'm a, I'm with it, man. That's what I was doing at Fifth Third for stick and puck. Wow. Uh, so, boys, we today we went to our neighbor to the north, and uh, I want to say he's he, he's a big social media presence. But we have Cone and his mom Jackie with us from Cone's Hockey Corner. How are you guys doing today?
3: Good. We're good. Thank you.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, boys, I I want you guys to know that Cone actually knows hockey. He's a Leafs fan and, uh, he understands that there are a lot of good things happening right now. Um, and to continue on that, have you seen the Leafs recently? I'm telling you Stanley Cup this year, it's happening. What do you
3: think,
0: Co? Yep. Smart man.
3: They're on winning streak (laughs) right now.
0: And, uh Matthews is is being a monster too at 11 goals like 9 in the last 7 games or something like that.
3: Yeah, he's killing it.
0: I don't think yeah. I don't think anyone else is going to beat them. Nothing. Guys, nothing. You're not going <laughs> to
1: I just disagree but <laughs> that's <laughs> it's just the yeah, I I mean, I want success, and Matthews is an incredible hockey player. I would love to see Joe Thornton win a Stanley Cup. I think that would be the the feather in his cap at the end of his career. And if anybody deserves to win a cup in the NHL, it's it's easily Joe Thornton. I mean, the guy's been around for forever. He's quite possibly one of the best playmakers to ever play. Um, And he's definitely deserving of an opportunity to at least play for a Stanley Cup. Oh he I I take that back. Didn't he he, he did play for a Stanley Cup yeah. say one year and yes,
0: Yeah, they lost.
1: Yeah. So I mean I wish success for Joe Thornton. Other than that, I mean my loyalties are here in <laughs> Chicago and I don't they're not gonna win the cup this year.
0: <sighs> I
1: still don't think it'll be the Leafs.
0: Uh, so I guess, so, Cohn. here's a question for you. Uh, I, I think I've seen you wear, wear a Taves jersey sometimes. Is is he one of your favorite players? Are you a Blackhawks fan, too?
4: No, not really.
0: No? no? <laughs>
4: Why do you have the jersey? Because we just saw it, it in a store, and then we bought it because it looked cool.
3: <laughs> he just like the, the coolness of the jersey, I think it was well, on sale too. Yeah. Hey,
0: that's all right. I, I, I'm, I'm a little hurt, but you know, I'll get <laughs> over it. <laughs> uh, so I guess my question for for everyone, you know, are Kona, are you guys, are you guys in the Toronto area or
3: Cohen, Where do we live? Peterborough. Peterborough, Ontario. It's about an hour and 30 minutes outside of Toronto. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So so pretty close in, in conjunction to everything in Canada. Yeah. Um, so do you guys think that your favorite teams are your favorite teams because of where you live? Or like, do you think that your favorite team just happens to be the team that you're in the state of at that time?
4: Go on. Is your favorite
3: team because you live close to Toronto? Or is it just because that's your favorite team? It's just because that's my favorite team. All right. But he used to be a Senators fan. Yeah. But they're they're even worse than Toronto.
0: <laughs> 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 okay. Alright. I mean, Tony, like you're you're a Blackhawks fan, but do you think if you were living in Texas for five years that you'd become a stars fan?
1: Uh, No, probably not. (laughs) I,
0: I don't know. I
1: I will say um, when I was living in Minnesota, I started to appreciate the wild a lot more just because the, like the brand of Minnesota hockey was really exciting from high school and above. Um, But like my second favorite team is Buffalo and they're pretty awful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and i've never been to buffalo i just you know since a young age i i really liked how the announcer sounded uh rick charnett and the way that he would call the game i thought was very unique so i became a fan of them that way um uh, i think i i do i do think like psychologically like if you were you're probably going to root for your hometown but I mean, there might be somebody who lives in New York and might not like in more of the metropolitan area who doesn't like the Mets and they prefer the Yankees. And although they live in the same you know what I mean? Yeah. Like or here, here's a better like example. Like being a Sox for-
0: or a Cubs fan?
1: Yeah, if you're a Sox or a Cubs fan, it kind of just depends on maybe what your parents thought or you know, maybe you want to be defiant towards your parents' loyalties and you want to like the other team. It, it kind of just depends. Or, or here, or even football, like there's so many Packers fans in Chicago.
0: We don't talk about them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> also, I was the kid that liked the White Sox because my family liked the Cubs. I just want to throw that out there. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, yep. Josh, what about you? If you let's say let's say your team gets picked up by the Islanders and you're now the New York Islanders blind hockey team, are you going to change your allegiances from from the Devils?
2: That's completely fine. What? What? I, not, what I will not do is wear the Rangers stuff.
0: Oh, but what if they picked you up?
2: I that that would hey. I told you the story about the Lindros jersey. That took a, that took a lot for me to put on.
0: Yeah, but then you I, have to forever wear a Rangers blind hockey jersey.
2: I mean, for two people that are going around trying to grub money for a hockey tournament, I really don't. I'd be pretty much a hypocrite if I uh, if I turned down um, a sponsor, a team sponsored jersey. So I guess I have to take it, right? And you will enjoy every second of it.
0: I would. I I'd make it the background on my phone because I, I feel like you'd be happy that you guys got, got picked up, but you'd be so upset that you're in a Rangers Jersey that you couldn't hide it from your face. It's a good thing. I'm blind. <laughs> All right. Well, hockey's hockey. The devils, what, you haven't played for a week. And I think it's another week that they're, they're in quarantine.
2: Oh yeah, we've infected like half the NHL.
0: Hey, I
2: think we might have. I think we might have infected like more than half our division. I don't know where it started, but it definitely got. It got to Buffalo. It stopped, stopped games with Buffalo. stopped games with the Islanders. So yeah, we're the super spreaders. You guys are just gonna have a like
0: back to back to back to back to back games at the end of the season.
2: No, we're gonna we're gonna walk. We're gonna somehow walk back we're going to walk backwards into the playoffs playing like 10 less games than everybody else but there's not like a loophole for games played or something it's going to be great <laughs> all right Sorry. back to the back to what's at hand
0: <laughs> yeah so Cone, Jackie, thank you again for coming on. Uh, when we talk about hockey and blind hockey, especially, we tend to uh, ramble a little bit. So we've mm-hmm. narrowed it down into our three periods width. And obviously this week it's three periods with Cone and Jackie. Uh, so we're going to ask you some questions, get your opinion on some things, and uh, just get to know you a little bit. Are you guys ready for this?
4: Yep. Yep. All Sounds
1: right. good. So I, I'm going to take the lead here and, and start off. And thank you so much for both of you for taking the time out of your day in this super super cold weather to to join us and talk a little bit about hockey and blind hockey. So first, uh, I'm really curious to find out a little bit more about you. So what position do you play?
4: Left wing. Left wing. That's mm-hmm. a
1: good one. Are are you a right-handed shot or a left-handed shot?
4: Left-handed.
1: Left-handed. Hmm. Maybe one day try to consider playing on the right side. So when you come down on the ice, then you'll the stick of your your blade of your stick will be in the op- like in the middle of the ice. But that's just something to try out a little bit later. So, would you like to share how old you are? I'm nine. Nine years old? Oh, my goodness, do I wish that I would have played when I was nine. <laughs> wow. And from the videos that I've seen, you're really talented, and you should definitely be really proud of that. And uh, I'm excited for you to watch your growth. Um, do you have a favorite player in the NHL?
4: Connor McDavid.
1: Connor McDavid?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you like about Connor McDavid?
4: He's fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he seems to be four or five strides ahead of everybody. Um, how about, who's your favorite Toronto Maple Leaf?
4: Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Well, uh, what do you like about him? Mm, I don't know. Does he have a good shot? Well, yeah, he's a pretty good shark. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so here's a little bit more of a kind of like a complex question, but I I think you got the means to answer it. Um, Out of all your favorite players, is there a player in the NHL that you try to model your game after and try to play like when you're out on the ice?
3: No. No. No? You don't try to play like Connor? Well, sometimes I do.
1: So sometimes Connor McDavid, I mean, if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna model your game after anybody, uh, he's probably one of the best people to model your game after. So that's that's a great thing. So, uh, how long have you been playing?
3: Uh, four years No. Yeah, this is four his years. Fourth, yeah, this is his fourth season of hockey. He started when he was six.
1: Wow! Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's incredible. Do you play for a local team? Um uh you said you're from Peterborough, correct? Mm-hmm. Do they have like a, a Peterborough Pete's like junior program for youth hockey or something?
3: So what team do you play for? In Peterborough. I play He plays, um he's whispering to me. He plays uh for our local association, uh Peterborough Hockey Association. And Ooh. um they changed the name of the divisions, but he plays a uh, minor Adam. Okay. And uh, there's just a, like a house league team. We have tiered hockey here, but um, he plays on just the house league team.
1: Oh that's yeah. awesome. And for the listeners um, in the United States, an Adam is around the age level of a squirt.
0: Are there different terms for every level in, in Canada? I don't yeah, believe so, so.
3: Yeah, they, they recently changed the, the categories just to numbers. So he's playing U eleven right now. Um and that that was previously Adam and Minor Adam. Um and then there's like we had different names. We had like Might, Tykes, Pee Wee, Phantom. But now they've just changed them all just so they're numbers and not names. That makes sense. Huh.
1: Yeah. Well, that's really interesting. Thank you so much for sharing that. Do you have any involvement in the team, Jackie? Or are you just a um, g- great hockey mom? Yeah, <laughs> I like.
3: I kind of like help. I don't help go on the ice or anything. Um, but I help with just like managing the team. So I help the coaches if we have any. Like we want to do a fundraiser, I we'll help organize that. If we want to do pictures, or um, I also videotape their games. Cool. With, uh, with a GoPro that actually Cohen won. He won the GoPro on Instagram. So I set that up for all their games and then I posted on YouTube for the team. So I kinda like I'm a, I'm I'm a mom volunteer, I guess.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's great. Are you a goal scorer? Are you a playmaker? Like are you more of a defensive player? What what's what what would you consider your skill set to be, buddy?
3: Do you do? Do you score a lot of goals? Yeah.
4: Yeah. What's I'd the most it's...
1: amount of goals you scored in the season?
4: In a season?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, so many so you so many you can't remember, right?
3: Last yeah. season he scored a fair bit. Um this season he's probably averaging a goal a game. Well he was until we were shut down.
1: Wow. That's really good. Seriously, you should be so proud of that. Uh I'm not a goal scorer, so I can't. You'll have to score goals for me. <laughs> um so I'm going to pass it over to Josh and I would just like to thank you so much for your time and answering the slew of questions that I just threw at you at a million miles an hour. <laughs> and uh thank you.
4: You're welcome.
2: So we've been talking now probably for wow, maybe over a year. Um, have you looked at some of your some of the videos from a year ago, Cone, of how you play?
3: I do. Have you looked at any of your old videos, Cone? Yeah,
2: I have. How do you now, now that you look back at it about a year, like stuff like that far ago? How much better do you think you've gotten? Way better. Yeah, you've gotten a lot better, right? Because I'm tell mm-hmm. I can tell you, especially I answered that question from Tony when he asked what you were because your shot has gotten so much better in the last year, and mm-hmm. I think I think maybe you and I or maybe you, me and Mom talked about how much work people put in, especially when we have a crazy time like this, and how much it's gonna help. Do you think? what you did when we were in lockdown and while we're on lockdown again, do you think that's really helped you?
4: Uh, so like all your practice and stuff, do you think that's helped you? Yeah.
2: Because I, I absolutely do. I think that especially when you're, when you were in the basement and you were on the tiles and now you're in the backyard Every minute you get on the ice, it's definitely going to help you. And it shows. And it's funny. When you're going to get back on the ice again, really against everybody else, you're going to see exactly how much better you are than everybody else. You're going to see how much you improved. And the same thing, I realized it, too. So my question is, is, when you play with the blind puck and you play with the regular puck, do you... Find it? Do you find the blind puck easier for you, or is it the same thing? It's easier for me. Why is why do you think
4: it's easier? Because of the noise.
2: Noise. Because of the noise. Okay. Because I think we have different we have different reasons. A <laughs> lot of people like the noise. Me, I like the size. The size really helps me. I think the, noise, it's the size. It,
3: too. I agree. I th- agree with you. Cohen says it's a noise, but I think it's the size that helps him. Oh.
2: Because with you, I really the way I see it and the way it looks like you see, it looks like you see that regular puck really well too. That's one thing I don't do. I can't see that regular.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's so he has trouble with tracking the regular puck. Um, once he's got it on his st- stick, though, he he's he's good with the standard puck. Um, it's just kind of finding it and tracking it, which is why I think he said that he likes the noise of the blind puck. Because you, um, can, you can pick it out quickly, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Why don't we get into a little bit of what his, what his visual issues are, um, just so we get a little bit more of a scope of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm.
3: So, Cohen has a condition called nystagmus. Um, so his eyes basically are almost always moving. I don't know if you can see in some of our old videos on Instagram, you can see his eyes are kind of like moving left to right, kind of up and down a little bit. Um, That causes blurred vision. Um, So his vision right now in his good eye, I think was 2100 and his, his weaker eye was 2200. And then that's just his visual acuity. And then he has, he doesn't have any peripheral vision, so he can't really see anything coming beside him. And then he also doesn't have depth perception, so everything's flat to him.
2: Okay, which, which is great for tracking a puck. I'm right, I'm right with you, buddy. That is the thing, besides stick handling, which I just try not to do, accepting a pass is very difficult. So, and I have, I don't have as obvious tracking, like your diagnosis, what happens with your eyes makes sense for tracking. Mine, I just mm-hmm. stop looking. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and I know we we had discussed what, what those were and I wanted you guys to I think I lost you. talk about that. So I think that definitely helps. So I think the sound definitely helps too. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, do you play for one of the blind hockey teams in your area, Coon? Do it well.
3: So, our area would be the Toronto League. Um, so they've been shut down. Um, we played. We've gone to a couple practices with them and a tournament in 2019, and then their last tournament was shut down. Uh, because they're so far away, um, it's hard for us to go every – because they practice every Sunday. Um, yeah. It's hard for us to drive out there in the you know middle of winter, snowstorms. So I tried to get him out as much as we could. And then, obviously, COVID happened, and they, they shut down. So he mainly just plays with our team here in Peterborough.
2: That's good. It helps. It really does help to play with people who can say – you can completely see it really does. It gets mm-hmm. your skills up because it, the level of skill is usually a lot closer to your to his skill. Mm-hmm. Do you feel Cohen, do you do you feel like it's fair when you play with everybody else?
4: Uh no. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Does that bother you? You
2: no know. that's all that matters. That's all that matters <laughs> sometimes, and it's tough and I don't know if I don't know if Mom explained how or the, or they explained to you how in blind hockey, how our vision works, like we're all rated, so I'm okay like I don't have to be as good as Drew or Tony because my vision is that much worse than them that I'm okay being that much worse because the way blind hockey works, I'm still good.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: So I I think I like the way you look at it. As long as it's okay that it's not fair because it's not going to be playing against somebody else because that's just the way it is. But as long as you're okay with that and you can kind of say, it doesn't bother me, that's awesome. That's the great way to look at it. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let me uh, let me throw it over to Drew. Drew's got a couple more questions because because we definitely we know about you guys because you're such awesome Instagram stars, both of you. So <laughs> I think that's where Drew's going to go with our third period over here.
0: Yeah. So I guess uh, Jackie, this is really more talking to you. Um, with knowing Cone's vision, were you ever hesitant to let him play hockey?
3: Uh, yeah, in the beginning, I was really nervous about him being on the ice, um, just because I didn't know when he started playing hockey. He was six, and he was still like, he was still doing occupational therapy, physical therapy, a lot of things that like he wasn't hitting milestones that six-year-olds hit on his feet. So to put him on skates and then uh, put him out there with other kids who have been playing since they were three two some of them even you know as soon as they could walk i was a little nervous in the beginning um but once he started like really getting into it i knew that he would just excel and just do his best um now that he's a little older i do get a little worried that these kids are getting bigger and faster and they have you know twenty-twenty vision and they can you know I'm just worried about him, you know, getting hit or something, but I mean, he seems to be doing okay. And I just kind of roll with it. I let him tell me what he's comfortable with on the ice.
0: Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's great. And that's, I'm, I, I can't imagine, you know, I, I'm, when I started playing, I was 32, 31, and my my mom was terrified for me to get on, and that i'm I'm an adult out of her house yeah um do you so i I think it's great that that he's playing sighted hockey i mean it's it's just I know it's regular hockey, but we refer to it as such yeah. Yeah. um because I think that there's a lot of things that he'll be able to pick up as far as hockey sense and hockey knowledge that that he may not have gotten elsewhere um if if there ends up being a team closer to you, or as he gets older, you know, once you hit Pee Wee and Bantam and uh, high school, I mm-hmm. those guys can hit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, is it something that you're considering if he wants to continue continue playing? I mean, obviously, he'll be getting bigger and and faster and stronger as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but would you rather him go to a blind? league if if there was one closer or I mean do you have you thought I guess have you thought that far ahead that's that's a waste I haven't for him really
3: thought that far ahead um in terms of the vision we don't know what it's gonna be in the future if he will maybe have some more vision maybe we have a surgery coming up maybe he'll get some peripheral vision so like I think I'm gonna just take that as it comes. Um if there was a blind hockey league in Peterborough uh, he would be out at every practice. as as long as he wanted to so um i just i'm just kind of taking it day by day year by year
0: yeah the the hope was it plan for the worst and hope for the best yeah um no and I, i mean i think i guess that's maybe that was my question do you when did you guys find blind hockey was it recent like a year ago or was it before then
3: it was almost when the first season he started, we found blind hockey. Um, so when he was six, we I found them. A friend actually sent me their website and we went to a couple practices with them. and then we went to the blind hockey tournament. And that's kind of where we were introduced to it. And we were introduced to, you know, kids that have similar visual conditions the same as his. And he had never met anyone with nystagmus before, so it was kind of neat for him to to meet someone with his same condition and play hockey with them. And it was it was neat to to play with kids kind of on his level.
0: That's great. That's that's awesome. I, you know, that's one of the unfortunate things for I, I, I guess I want to say older guys. Um, you know, we we kind of fall into blind hockey. So I'm really mm-hmm. I'm really glad that he had it from from the start at least you know at least knowing that there's something out there that's a little more geared towards him
3: yeah exactly
0: so he starts playing at six um and now you guys are he he's big on instagram um what it what is that like because i i feel like that's all you know putting trying sorry trying to think of the best way to word this you know it's kind of like putting your kid out on the ice for the first time is kind of trusting in the world to not be terrible um <laughs> how what's it like cuz cuz you know we all know unfortunately not everyone on the internet is good people
3: no i agree
0: <laughs> so so how do you deal with that because you know he's 9 yeah and, and so you'd think that of all of the things in the world people would have better things to do than be terrible to a nine-year-old. Yeah. So how, like, is there ever a point where like, no, if this happens, we stop or, or what, what kind so of, yeah.
3: For Cohen, because I use the Instagram on my phone, he actually can't even read any of the stuff unless I read it to him. So, cause the, the print's just not, you know, so he doesn't really read any of the comments. We'll go through, I'll go through it with him um, once a day and we'll talk about, uh, the posts we see, and we'll we'll look at read some comments and we'll look at other people's stuff and content. So I kind of kind of shelter him from that a bit. He he picks everything, all the videos, any video he wants to make, it's all him. It's he if he wants to make a video or he doesn't want to make a video, it's all up to him. Um, and then I just kind of shelter him from the the messages, comments that come through and uh, I try to delete them if they're negative. We have had a lot of positivity on Instagram, though. Um, I've maybe received one or two comments that were not nice, but nothing wild.
0: <laughs> that's
2: good. I mean, yeah. that, and that's what you hope. Yeah. Instagram's a happy place, not like the evil thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, and I, I mean, I think that it's something that's... Uh, so... I feel like when you go on Instagram and you see hockey Instagrams, it's always guys like Pavel Barber or uh, I think his name's Mr. Hockey or something, you know, they do trick stick handling and and things like, and I think it's great. I mean, I eat it Mm -hmm. up. I, I watch them all the time. Yeah. But I really appreciate that you are willing to share and, and Cone is willing to share his experience and, and kind of the work ethic that he puts into it. Um, Mm -hmm. The amount of shots that cone that you take i i would have been done like a quarter of the way to where you were at but you know i i think it's good and that and that's what's going to help grow the game of of blind hockey is is being willing to kind of show the the actual hockey yeah um do you have any plans do you you know do you guys want to do anything with with your Instagram besides just continue to gain followers or you know, what, what's, what's the future for Cone's hockey corner?
3: Uh, I think it's just gonna like, I don't have any like plans. I never actually planned any of this out when I started his Instagram account. I only started it because my, I have my personal Facebook and it was just inundated with hockey stuff. I would post his pictures, post his videos for my family and friends to see but then my facebook got taken over by all his hockey stuff so i'm like i'm going to just make him an instagram for the family and friends and then it kind of snowballed from there and i never really planned out anything so i'm just kind of going with the flow and cohen has a goal of how many followers is your goal do you remember
4: it was like 10,000
3: he wants 10,000 followers
0: 10,000 <laughs> You heard it. Everyone that's listening, you heard it. Let's get into to 10,000. I think that's doable. I think, I think it's worth it.
3: Yeah. I think over <laughs> time. And we just wanted to, you know, show people that even if you have a disability, it doesn't matter. You can just follow your passion and you work hard and, and you can, you can do it.
0: That's, and that's, I mean, that, that's, that's it. That's what's so great about it. Um, I, I, because I, I mean, I I've played I played hockey from, gosh, I was five or six to, I was twenty three, um, <laughs> so, I had a lot of it, and I'm still nervous to get back out there and play with sighted guys, uh, not mm-hmm. necessarily because I think I'm going to get run over. I'm a big guy, but just it's it's so much faster than blind hockey. So I think. I think it's really great that that Cone is able to to keep up and to I mean scoring a goal a game that's no no easy feat that's that's impressive. I think I probably scored like 3 a season when I was a kid. <laughs> so I mean no, that and,
2: and and there, there's it's a solid goal a game. Dude. You go watch the videos. He I do. Can, he can score. He's not well, he's not scoring goals that they, there are good goals. And he'll put it in two. He'll put it in three. Sometimes I've seen it.
0: Well, and that and that's the thing that I I appreciate that um, he, he's not afraid. You know, I think that there's especially when you have a visual impairment, you have every opportunity to use it as a crutch and an excuse to not do something. And I think that he, the fact that that he's excelling in a sport that you really need good vision for is, is just incredible. And I am excited to see where he goes from there. And I'm excited to see, you know, you know, what, what you guys do with blind hockey, even if he ends up being a B4 or whatever he may fall at. Mm -hmm. He's cone. I I hope, you know, we all think that what you're doing is uh, incredible and, and such a good thing for our sport, because at the end of the day, we're just here for a little bit. You you, and Timmy and these other young guys are all kind of the future of of what this is going to be. Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah, bud. <laughs> no, thank you. I y- keep putting up the good content and keep putting in that work and you're going to be putting the rest of us to shame pretty soon here.
3: <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So, we ask we ask a question to to everyone, and and I understand you guys aren't as um, deeply involved in the blind community. But what do you think a sport like blind hockey needs to do um, to to continue to grow and and to to just be pull more people in? I mean, I think things like what you guys are doing is is great. Do you think there's anything else we should be doing? Any other steps we should be taking?
3: I mean, I think it's come a long way because, you know, when Cohn was first diagnosed and we were starting hockey, I didn't even know about blind hockey. And then when we started getting in the community, um, now they, there's players that we see now and yeah, other Canadian blind hockey has an Instagram and they're becoming more active. And I think social media and just getting it out there is the way to go. And I see that Canadian Blind Hockey sent Pavel Barber a blind puck. And that was amazing just to see him, you know, do some little tricks with the blind hockey puck. So I think it's come a long way. And I think going the social media avenue is is helping them a lot to gain exposure.
0: Yeah, that's great. And uh, so, are you excited if, as as the social media takes form and as as Cone gets older, you know, I expect his reach to become larger. Like that's that's pretty exciting to think about. As far, I mean, okay, I've known a lot of kids that just they were really good and then they got sick of hockey. So yeah, you know, he's nine. It's entirely possible. <laughs> hopefully not. With as good yeah. as he is, um, he hopefully he sticks with it, but. You know, should should he continue and and do this? I, I, you guys, you guys are really leading the way. I think that showing children with disabilities doing normal things for all intents and purposes yeah. uh, is is fantastic. And the fact that he's good at what he's doing too, I think, is going to help uh, you guys be successful in the long run as well. Um, but I. I think this has been great. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I am addicted to Instagram, so I constantly <laughs> see your guys' videos. And, uh, you know, even at my old age, Cone, you are an inspiration to continue working hard and, and to, to do the best that I can. So thank you for that. And thank you for taking the time to come out here and talk to us.
3: No problem. uh. we we really enjoy just you know spreading the word and talking about blind hockey.
2: Uh, guys, I appreciate you coming on. Cone, I know I know games are shut down for a little bit. I I know you heard me talking to Ma with it before. Keep shooting, keep shooting on that net. Keep working on the backhand because that's not a that's not a difficult shot. And if you can work on that shot with that with that blind puck, it's going to make your regular shot a lot stronger, dude. Keep going. Keep your head up. But the next time you get back on the ice, you're going to realize you're going to be a lot much uh, that much better than you were when you got off the ice. I will.
4: I
3: think you just said I
4: will.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, keep working hard, and we're all very proud of you. And thank you for being an ambassador of blind hockey. And thank you again so much for both of you of taking the time out of your evening to talk hockey with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Keep making videos and uh I hope you get to ten thousand followers.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Cone. Thank you, Jackie, for being here. It was it was great having you. Thank you. Hey guys, and make sure that you go and, and help Cone get to that ten thousand follower goal. Uh you can find him at Cone's Hockey Corner on Instagram. It's K-O-E-N-S underscore H O C K-E-Y underscore K-O-R-N-E-R. And that's Cone's Hockey Corner. Let's get him to 10,000 and uh, help this great visually impaired player get bigger and, and grow our sport. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Dented Puck. We post new content every Thursday on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at The Dented Puck and on Facebook at The Dented Puck Podcast. Send us your questions and correspondence to the Dented Puck Podcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you in the next one.